Hello, GNT listeners, and thank you for listening. I'm here to review the movie Welcome to Marwin. Welcome to Marwin is based on the real experiences of Mark Hogan, played by Steve Carell, who is nearly beat to death by neo-Nazis and lost his memory of the past. He is an artist at heart, and no longer being able to illustrate, he turns to photography. And in that newfound artistry, he finds representation of his own life through dolls, which he photographs in the World War II scenarios that take place in the fictional town called Marwin. In this review, I'm going to take you through the weaknesses of the film, of course, a couple of the strengths, pretty typical. And then I want to discuss what would turn Welcome to Marwin into an Oscar-nominated film. The performances in this movie are underbaked. Granted, underbaked performances from the likes of a Steve Carell are still more than passable, and the other cast, including Leslie Mann, do a fine job as well, but they still seem a little phoned in. She's a phenomenal actor as well. There are a number of incomplete ideas and unclear minor messages in the film. They don't pan out. They don't have a payoff at the end of the film, at least a satisfying one. And they, some of them manage to make the viewer feel a little bit confused. The story itself is based on the real experiences of Mark Hogan. The wonderful thing about movies based on real people is that you get to learn about a new person or a new experience or a new situation, something you didn't know before. But that being said, the dreadful thing about a movie based on real people is that you often get drama where there was none. You often get aggrandizing perspectives of the protagonist that don't exist looking at you greatest showman and the messages from real life are smothered under the pillow of dramatic desperation i get it those are some strong words but i think there's truth there i just don't want to have the viewing experience ruined by trying to simultaneously separate the wheat from the chaff or the chaff or the truth from the fiction all right the main message of the film is beautiful i love the idea that women save the world it's a beautiful message it's one that needs that needs to be portrayed more, I think, in, uh, particularly in mainstream pop culture entertainment. It is, it's very sweet that this man, injured physically and emotionally, is protected by these women that fight for him in real life and in Marwin. I do also think that that message was just as clear in the trailer. The movie contains that sweet message, but I think we need stronger movies with that message. And I feel this could have been one of those. More on that in a second. But as it sits, the movie is forgettable. It also flew under the radar. I dropped my car off for an oil change before I went to this movie. I told the man what I was going to see, and he had no idea what it was. He'd never heard of it. So that may be, you know, that's part of the problem is the marketing, I guess, too. But the the audience is just lost in failed attempts at humor, plot points and story elements that do not have a satisfying payoff, and underwhelming performances from A-list actors. Again, the trailer, I think, is better than the movie, and that leads me to my final thought. This would be the perfect movie for a short film. Forcing filmmakers to restrict their story to a short format provides a lot of powerful creative fuel and an end product that is unforgettable. Think about it for a second. Think about Pixar's short films they show prior to feature film releases. Some of those 
are more memorable than the very memorable Pixar feature films. They're so potent, they're so powerful, and some are just hilarious. They're emotionally tugging, they're sweet, and you don't forget them. I still remember that little short at the beginning of Incredibles 2, and I loved Incredibles 2. I thought it was I thought it was a great movie. I gave it an A minus. Had a great time at the theater watching it, but I honestly remember that short film before it a lot more poignantly than I do Incredibles 2. It's just there's something about these short films that really pack a punch. I think this movie would be best served if we got rid of 90% of the running time, if we stopped spending time in the weeds and focus on the journey of this man from tragedy to overcoming through the help of his women friends. Keep the same wonderful cast, though granted you may not be able to afford them as a short film, but I'm sure there's some other wonderful actors that could have pulled it off. I honestly think if it was a 10 to 15 minute short, this thing would be in the running for the best live action short films at the Oscars. As it sits now, come next month, no one will remember it, let alone be using the inspiration therein for the betterment of life. Short films, I understand they're a lost art to mainstream audiences. And I wish it wasn't so because they're so often some of the best stories told. If you don't believe me, you could go see for yourself. Check out some of those Pixar shorts or just wait until the Oscar nominations come out this year for best short films and then finding showing near you. They do that. and I love it so much. They put all the best nominated short films for live action and animation. They put them together and then they show it in a theater. And it, it's so, so much fun to go see. I, I encourage you to do so. I'm excited to do that this year. I remember the short films from last year so, so much. And uh, they really stuck with me. I was excited when I came home. I had to share them with my wife and let her know, you know, some of the great things that there were. It was just fantastic. Go see them. I I wish Welcome to Marwin was among the potential list this year for best live action short film. Be that as it may, it's not. And as it sits, I give Welcome to Marwin a D plus. Thank you for listening. I see you at the movies. <laughs>